Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of the Finger Guns podcast. Episode 25, give yourselves a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Woo. We made it. Bravo, oh, bravo. Half fool's age. Actual <laughs> math. I am your host, Roscoe Kennis, and I'm joined by Mr. Greg Hicks. Good evening. Mr. Paul Collett. Hello, everybody. And Mr. Sean Davies. Hello there. How are we all? We well. We are good. Um, small disclaimer. Uh, if I sound like the elephant man, it's because I bit my tongue the other day. So I've got a real swollen tongue going on. So I do occasionally lap into a little bit of um, John Merrick style. Well, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, then let's get going. On our 25th episode, we thought we should do something special to celebrate episode 25 of the podcast. But then we changed our minds and it's going to be exactly the same as it ever is. So... What have we been playing? Mr. Paul Collett, what have you been playing recently? I've been slaving away at No Man's Sky still in VR because that's really got me hooked. I'm not entirely sure how that's happened, but it has, so I'm well into that now. And I am picked up Blood and Truth again, which is such a good game. So uh, I've been getting excited by that all over again and sneaking around, shooting people. And I wish they'd make Splinter Cell VR, which they are doing, but I wish it was for like... Not just the Oculus, just, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Have you beaten um, Blood and Truth? No, 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 yeah, I think I'm near the end. Um, I, I, I got to this level where I had to climb up some scaffolding. I was thinking, it's such a, it's, uh, the way they've made this game is so good. And uh, something happened, I think another game come out or something, and I've got, got tangled up with that. But uh, I'm back on it now, and it's such an amazing game. And London Studios should be applauded. And, you know, it's a potential Game of the Year contender. So, so um, tell me, did you did you stop where you got to the the old the old like estate that was falling down? Did you stop at that point right before the best part of the game? No, I got. We were talking about estate falling down. There's a, there was a building site, wasn't there? You had to climb around the uh, scaffolding. Yeah, so it got, was like an old, old housing estate, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and then next level, I think, was uh, which one I just completed was the, uh, the aircraft hangar. Okay, because like. That that bit after the scaffolding with the whole jump to the freight container that's flying through the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. the best piece of VR I have experienced ever. Oh, hundred percent. It's it's a mind mind blowing game, and uh, you know, I mean, the the, the targeting and it sometimes gets a bit off if you're not in the exact right position in, with the camera or whatever. But uh, take it out, you know, forget about that because the whole experience is it's just it's just what VR. Is made for, and it's it's about as close as you're going to get to you know a proper sort of AAA type battlefield type game, I guess, uh, in VR. Amazing. So, yeah, back doing that. But I'm suffering from man flu, so I've kind of been sort of slacking on the game front and just watching Netflix. Oh, fair enough. We've all been there. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Mr. Greg Hicks, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Wreckfest. I'm still enjoying that. That's uh, nice. good fun. My reviews up. At the moment, it was very positive. I'm quite enjoying that. Uh, I started um, Gears of War 5 on Friday morning, and it's another Gears of War game. It looks very pretty. I kind of wish I had an Xbox One X to really show it off, but no, it's a, it's a very good-looking game, but I'm about half an hour into the um, sort of story. The last couple of days, sort of over the weekend, been really grinding back into Monster Hunter World. With the... Oh, nice. I haven't bought Iceborne, but this is... As I found out, I think, I mean, I may not be 100% honest, I think you need to have completed the main campaign in World to carry on with Iceborne. Oh, okay. 
and I was quite far off of it. Um, as I said before, like friend and I were playing together. I moved house at one point and he carried on and it kind of halted that. So him and I got back into it over the weekend. I've been grinding a lot sort of myself today just to get some levels up. And it's uh, it's really good when you, when you get into the swing of it. It's a very good game. It's just I can see why a lot of people complained that it wasn't very easily accessible. I mean, it is compared to the other monsters I've dabbled in. But yeah, if you're not familiar with the series, it can be confusing. But uh, once you get your slow burn going, it's it's a good game. It's really, really enjoyable. Awesome, man. And I've got WRC 8 to review this week, which I haven't started yet. Yes. And hopefully my copy of Control will turn up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, still nothing. Still wasn't here yesterday. Oh, okay. Ordered it on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Bit of a soak. That's uh, all right, man. It'll be there. Just keep control. Of, hey, I, I, of when, the... you, when you paused that, I knew you were thinking of something <laughs> fun related. My brain was ticking over going, something control, something control. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work, but okay. I'm glad you got there. Anything else? Or is that your lot? Uh, no, that's been it, really. Yeah, just those three, really. Gears, uh, Monster Hunter, and Wreckfest. Uh, I can't really recommend Wreckfest enough. It, I didn't realise it had been early access for that long. Okay, yeah. It, it kind of, when people are going, oh, it was pretty unannounced, I can see why, because if you didn't know it was an early access, it would be it would be quite a surprise. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's the Demolition Derby sort of flat-out sequel. We've been, it's not the one we didn't, we didn't deserve, but we didn't know we needed it either. But it's very, very good. It was made by Bug. It's made by Bugbear, who did Flat Out One and Two, which yeah. are very good. And then the series went off the boil. So uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth picking up if you want some demolition derby fun. Awesome. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, Sean, what have you been playing this week? I've also been playing a bit of Wreckfest. I'm also enjoying it immensely. It's a great game, and you should check it out. I've been playing Control because I have a copy. Sorry, Greg. It's still great. Yeah. <laughs> Rub that sort in the wound. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun game. I just wish Remedy could do boss fights ever. Just just do a good boss fight just once. That would be great. Um I've also been playing Headliner with Headliner Novi News, which is I will have a review up of this very, very soon. It's about you you become the editor of a of this fictional country's biggest media outlet and it's your job to choose which stories get put into newspapers and shown on tv and which you bury and depending on what you do depends on what happens to the country so basically you turn into fox news and you have to decide whether to be a racist or not to be racist or to push this new alcoholic drink that's come on the market or stop people drinking the alcoholic drink it's it's um super well done um, it's some of it's a bit schlocky. So, like, if you, certain choices you make. So, like, for example, if you say that these new genetic drugs aren't very good, despite the fact that they could probably save lives, but will put another business out of business, um, you can get like graffiti all over walls and stuff, and it just looks dead cheap and nasty. But other than that, it's it's a pretty weird game, and it's built for like multiple playthroughs. And I'm kind of on, I'm on my second playthrough now, and things have started to get really weird. So I'm I'm looking forward to finishing that off a second time to see what it actually happens. Uh, I've also been playing uh, Nights and Bikes, so I finished that off the other day. What a bloody brilliant game that is! That is a game of the year contender right there. I I got a bit emotional towards the end. I'll be honest. Um, a truly lovely game, and I know I said last week that people should check it out, but you should definitely check it out. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Have you beaten it? 
Yeah, so I finished the, I finished the story off Friday nice. night. Yeah, it's it's not as long as I was expecting it to be. So like when you see the map, it looks massive, but there's quite a lot that you can miss. So I've I've decided to go back a couple, so you can load chapters once you're finished to go back and experience bits that you missed. So I'm going back and doing that now. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really fun game and with a pretty awesome twist. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, which isn't oh, really, yeah. it's not really a remaster at all. It's just it's a port with some shiny new models and yeah, what a disappointment this is. Oh no, yeah, like. People who say that Final Fantasy VIII is better than Final Fantasy VII really need to go and replay that game. Play this remaster, because it really is not at, at all. Like, the combat... I, I completely blanked half of this game from my mind, and I can only remember the good bits. And when you're playing through it again, you remember all of the cack. So you're like, the, the battles are all about Guardian forces and, and just spamming Guardian forces over and over again. And the storyline, like, the, there's like parts that I, I completely blanked out of my mind that Laguna and his little group are, are, are even part of it. It's just like completely blanked it from my mind. Some of the music's dead annoying. In fact, my my wife like exclaimed the fact the fact that one particular tune just is really irritating. And when she said it, I was like, God, yeah, you're right. This music is really freaking irritating. And it's just not as good as as everyone made it out to be. Like after playing seven and eight, seven just feels vastly superior to eight. And I know Greg's probably seeding right now, but. It, it's just not good. Like, if that was to release nowadays, and especially in this remaster, because what they've done is they've basically up a lot of the character models, but not up the backgrounds. So in some of the cities, the backgrounds look fuzzy, and you can talk to fuzzy background people, but standing right next to them is like a HD character that looks like modern day. And it's just so bonkers that they just thought this would work when it really doesn't. So yeah, that's that's a bit disappointing. Um, still, a bit, still a better story than seven, though. It's not though. That's the point. It's it's just, it is it's time just travel in it. It's got time travel in it. Shut up. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Hot Sean, time Sean, machine. Tell me, had. where do you sit with Final Fantasy Nine? I don't. It sits on the kids' table, far, far away. No, I was talking to Sean, not you. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? I, this this is another one that I that's like eight that I probably remember a lot of the good compared to the bad. I remember enjoying it, and I want to pick up the because they did a another one that they like a remaster. So I fancy picking that up. But yeah, I, from what I remember, it was it was good. Still, don't think it was good as seven. I, I you know having played a lot of the Final Fantasies like in the last couple of years, it seems like you know everyone says that seven's the best, and you know it's because it was the one that got big in the West and kind of took off. But honestly, I think it still is the best. Like eight story just goes off and. It's just I, I never could get into eight. I mean, I love seven, and I thought, oh, so eight's going to be great. But yeah, I just gave it halfway through. Never enjoyed it. It does feel like Limp Biscuit designed it because <laughs> there's, it does like you've got a guy Zell's got a tattoo on his face, and you've got this this cool guy hipster sniper guy who's just like so irritating. And like the main character, like Squire, you just couldn't give a damn about everybody. At, at one point, like a character dies, and I'm sorry I'm going on about this, but like one per- a character apparently dies, yeah? And the only thing you can think about is how it affects him. And everyone else in the room is mourning and he decides to go, oh, nobody will remember me like that and storms off. It's like, what? It's just irritating. Ah, oh, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, that, that, that just sucks, man. I know you were really excited for it. 
and it's a shame that it hasn't held up from your I guess from yeah. years ago it was uh, very it's just, awesome but it's just not held up it's just smashed those like rose tinted glasses that I had and yeah. I mean I'm going to carry on playing it I'm going to see it through because like I've started now and the trophy list looks supremely easy seeing as though this remaster has the um, times three so just the same as the Final Fantasy 7 port did you can play it at times three the speed which is essential given the combat is cack and yeah. you've got like infinite limit breaks, heal every turn, and something else that basically means you, you press the right stick in during play and you become invincible and you can't be killed, which is great. So, yeah, I just see it through. Okay. Um, I've also been playing Fractor, which came out on the PC last week. I reviewed it last year on Android, I think it was. And. I give it an 8 out of 10. It's a fantastic little Journey-esque meets Monument Valley game, which is like a bonkers combination, but it really works, and it's come out on PC, and it's even better. So if you have a PC and you fancy something a little bit different, it's a pretty pretty interesting game. Uh, So the last one I've been playing is Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Nice! I was going to mention this one. I've been playing it, but a while back on the podcast, we were very cryptic about a game that <laughs> we haven't been playing. Well, yeah. turns out, surprise, we've been playing this. Yeah. Right so, <laughs> so yeah, when we would, when me and Roscoe were talking about the game that doesn't exist, that we'd really like, that did exist, if it could exist, and we'd enjoyed a weekend not playing it. Um, yeah, this was it. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's my, my kids have been playing it a lot more than I have. Um, I've only managed to get like twenty minutes, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's exactly the same as what the beta was, except it seems to be tightened up a bit. So a lot of the instructions and the, all the stores are now working. Um, my kids had a bit of a connection issue earlier, but it, it's basically more Garden Warfare. And if you liked Garden Warfare, then you're going to love this because they just doubled down on everything. So there's more skins, more everything. So yeah, if you, if you like that kind of stuff, it's, uh, it's amazing because you can have four-player co-op on one game online, which is great. I completely agree. It's a cracking game. So what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Control. And it's a game that last week I said I wasn't really getting into. Sean called it his game of the year. And I was like, that's absolutely absurd. It's not that great. And then I got to a bit in Control. I'm not going to spoil it. But I got into it. I was like, okay. Fine. This is a game of the year contender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, I really, the first two or three hours just do not compare to the rest of the game. It's a massive leap in terms of, like, figuratively and literally. The story evolves almost immediately. And it's a fascinating, fascinating game. I'm really, really enjoying it now. I I agree about the bosses. There's one, I won't go into it, but he's called Salvador and he can just fuck right off. He is an absolute dick, and I don't ever want to do that bit ever again. So I won't be replaying this game once I finish it. But yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and I've now got all of my abilities, so I feel like it's going to be just really, really good fun from here on in. And yeah, I had to... uh, I have changed my mind. Okay, I'm putting my hands up, just saying, damn, it's a good game. I'm super happy about that. (laughs) It was such an unusual thing for last week for us to have to disagree on something, and this week... You know, we're on the same page. I know, and it feels like I was only about... I reckon I was probably only about two or three missions behind you. Yeah. And the difference... Like, I'll try and 
I can't really talk about what I mean, but I think I've told you already off podcast. Just that there's just a there's just one bit that you go, holy shit, that was awesome. And then from there, it's just an absolute roller coaster ride. It's a really, really fun game. And if you're holding out on it, I recommend going for it. Paul, you especially, as a fan of the third person games, you'll really like this one. Really? I saw it the other day. I was thinking, should I, should I not? And I listened to what you were saying uh, last week about how you didn't quite think much of it. And I respect your kind of, you know, game reviews. Uh, so oh, I thought, thanks, man. I'll hold off until it goes down price a bit, which I'm pretty sure it will do soon. But I yeah. By, that, you know, I stand by what I said last week because the first three hours, for me personally, it might be completely different for, for you, but it didn't give me that, what I was looking for from it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But then, as with most games, if you just stick with it and you get past that hurdle, man, it's such a great time. It really is. So, Sean, how did you find the first bit? Did you, like, think, and I, I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, to be honest. My expectations were really low. And the first couple of hours feel really self-indulgent. But then the more you play, the more you realise that this is kind of what it's doing and so it just feels like it's taking too long to get where it needs to be. And then when it gets there, you're like, okay, I perhaps needed those first couple of hours to understand what the hell is going on now. So it's like a bad movie for like the first two thirds. And then there's a great turn and it becomes a good movie because of that turn. And like the whole two thirds of the start are like much better because of it. If that makes any sense. It does. Okay. I, I was a, I was a great big fan. What was that? What was their previous game? Xbox exclusive. What was it called? Um, Alan Wake. No, no, that one after that. Quantum Break. Um, Quantum Break. I've really enjoyed that, and that's why I was quite interested in uh, this control. But then there's obviously Ross's thing and your thing. I was like, oh, what should I do? Money's tight, so I think I'll just wait a bit and see how it goes. But I do need a third person. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a third person opinion of it on um when mine turns up. Good plan. Yes, good plan. Uh, that's about it, really. That's all I've been getting into this week. Uh, I've got my review games, which, unfortunately, yeah, I'm a little behind on because I had to take a trip home. But, yeah, playing Black Desert and playing Disaster, a dual tracker. I, just, I, I don't like it that much that I can't even remember the name of the game. Thacker or Dual Hand Disaster? That's the one. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I got you, bro. Lord. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Sounds like sure. a suspect film I might have watched once upon a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, the embargo's passed, so maybe this will just be my review. Boo! So what it, what exactly is it? They're like all of the PR describes it as some kind of like rhythm based death machine. It just yeah, I mean it's it's essentially a a two player game made for one player. So your left analog control is one screen, your right analog control is another. It's kind of like a it's kind of like binaries. But right. it just it doesn't give you any indication of what you need to do. It loads up and it goes, right, have fun. I'm like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> and it was like within 10 minutes, I, I'd rage quit and threw my switch on the bed. I was like, I can't do this. Wow. I just cannot do this. Um, I don't know. I was mentally not probably not ready for it. I had control downstairs just waiting for me in nights and bikes. And just, oh, I don't want to do this. No, I did get into it because I'm a professional games reviewer. Thank you very much. And yeah, it's not for me. It, the, the review will be up soon this week. Maybe. We'll see. I've got a big day on Wednesday, so that'll be my focus. But yeah, don't play it. There's so much better stuff coming out. It's really <laughs> difficult to recommend games this time of year when there's just so much on the horizon. 
Well, can I add another one to that that list, which I forgot to mention earlier? Yeah. Uh, is Ninja Saviors, Turn of the, Ooh. whatever it's called. Oh, one blank. Anyway, I've been reviewing that, and it's great. It's on the website. If you like 16-bit beat-em-up type games, then that's the one for you, because it's pretty damn special. There you go. So, so that was the Ninja Saviors, Return of the Warriors. Yes? Thank you. <laughs> no problem, buddy. That's a brain freeze. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Sean remembers all of this stuff when we all forget. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Uh, right. Okay. I think that will do for what, what we've been playing. Right. Let's move on to. Hello and welcome to the Vinger Guns Trivia Challenge. Uh, this week we are testing your knowledge on video game music once again. So we have 10 small clips of iconic video game soundtracks, which I will play for your audio enjoyment. And your. You will have to tell me which game or series they come from. I will tell you whether I need the game or series before the clip goes out. So, if you've never heard this before, we'll play the quiz now. And towards the end of the podcast, we shall have the answers. And if you do play along, please let us know how you got on. Are you guys ready? Never. Never. I guess. Nah. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Such enthusiasm. Um, in case you need a reminder, Roscoe is kicking both of your asses. So, you know, book your ideas. Up you mean and, uh, you mean in case I care? In case you care, yeah. And you in wonder why well, I haven't. The last, minimal. the last two or last three, I've lost. Wow. Okay. You know I mean? They're catching up slowly. And Tim is currently also on the leaderboard, is he? <laughs> no, he hasn't, he hasn't won one yet. Hold <laughs> on, Tim. I, I mean, the thing... no, that counts last week. I did win last week. You, well, I, I haven't done it until you win. because you... <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm sorry about that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Why would you have a freebie win against him count towards your overall score? Because it was it's part of the season, isn't it? No, it was a one-off. Not my fault you were it was, there. It was, it was the Joey of Friends. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want me to take the win last week and I'll sit this one out? Let me just do the quiz now and shut up. All right, fine. <laughs> Right. Okay. Question one. What game is this from? It sounds like every game that ever appeared on the Super Nintendo. Is it though? Is it though? Is it though? Because it didn't come out this in Super Nintendo. Well, I'm not saying it did, but it just sounds like. I'll play it for again. I'll play it for again because I think Ross. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get it. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. Okay, that was question one. Oh, oh, I forgot to not. mention. I forgot to mention uh, what I've been playing. I've also been playing the SNES Online games on Nintendo Switch. Oh, what a wonderful time! <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> we can talk about that in a minute. I actually right. want to know about this. Okay, uh, question two. That was question two. What game is that from? Christ. You're going to have to back these up with something, because otherwise it's going to be zero across the board. It won't. Uh, it really will. Okay. 
I'm going to play that again. I mean, to be fair, I don't really care if you if you guys get zero because then means that the lessons are going to beat you every time, which is great. <laughs> it's true. Question three. Which game is that from? Okay, I'm not getting zero out of him. Bravo, sir. Bravo. I told you it would be zero. Hey! Okay. <laughs> uh, question three. Just one more time. Okay. Question four. Now, I'm going to ask for the series because this comes up a number of times in the series. This is question four. It only comes up in one game, though. Uh, no, it doesn't. There's a remixed version in a different oh. game. Oh, that, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> I'll take the series. Okay, one more time for the listeners at home. Okay. Question five. Wow, that's that is serendipitous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite funny actually. Don't tell me you two were playing this on Friday night or something. We were, we were talking about it. We were talking about it. Well, fuck you guys then. Okay. We were talking about <laughs> absolutely no idea what that was, man. So what? I am at that's a complete loss here. Right, I'm going to play this again, just for Paul. Right, listen carefully, Paul. Like you 100% should know this. Why do I know that? <laughs> it sounds like the worst. Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Oh, be gentle, man. You are gonna you're gonna kick yourself so hard. Like oh, I most probably am. Okay, question six. Bit of a harder one. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play for you again. Okay. 
one of three. Not a fucking clue. And Paul has a one in three chance of getting this right. <laughs> Is that a series or single game? Um, do you know what? I'll take I'll take series despite yeah, I'll take series. Okay, well, it's not really, though, is it? It's not really, no. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm not going to ask people to determine whether it's one or the other, so I'm just going to take the series name. Oh, that's, okay? given me, that's given me a uh, little clue. Thank you very much. Okay. Question seven. Any number of JRPG. <laughs> it's probably not yeah. even any one of those. Okay. Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Could you give us a clue on that one? Like, say, what console it might have appeared on or something? Because that could be anything. Okay, I'll give you a clue. It was available on the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, PS4, and Xbox One. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, nope, I'm not a fucking clue. Well, one of you is going to have a fucking aneurysm when I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question eight. Is this punishment for singing Limbiscuit at you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that, well, that's one of the most home. that is one of the most iconic theme tunes ever and part what? of the biggest meme ever. Seriously, that has been on more memes than it has games. <laughs> that does not help one bit. That really doesn't, eh? I'm sorry, man. We don't all use Reset Era. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, much more into Reddit these days. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm much more into Reddit these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's any better. Now they've closed down 4chan. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Question 8 again. Okay, question nine. I'll take series for that one. One more time. <laughs> okay, and uh, question 10. 
I apologize in advance for this. I'm going to give you all PTSD. Sorry. <laughs> what the actual fuck was that, by the way? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you later. Question 10 again. And that was all 10 questions. That was the most vile quiz I've ever experienced in my life. You say this every time you win, Paul, so I'm looking forward to the answer. No, I'm, I'm with him on that one. No, Good. there's absolutely zero chance of me winning. I've got, like, maybe one. Good. I'm, I'm glad that all of these games that have sold literally tens of millions of copies, if you found difficult. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, they just sound like games I would never play. Some of them. Like that last yeah. one, for example. <laughs> you know, I, I actually think you played that. No, never. Never in a million <laughs> years have I played that game. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> so, thank you very much for playing. Oh, shit. I know what that is. <laughs> he says, coming off of Google. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> can, I go, can I go series instead of game? Because that's as far as I can get. Yes. All right, cool. I think, anyway, I think it is because there was some truly... Dreadful music in that video game. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that. Okay. Well, thank you, Sean. That was the most difficult quiz ever. Yes. Good Glad you enjoyed it. And also, thank you, Paul, for taking part as well, I guess. Oh, I actually gave Sean all the, uh, the questions, so actually thank me anyway. So I'm when, sorry, you, no, you, when you do lose this, you have no excuse then? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just here to, like, you know, mix it up a bit. I don't, you know. You're here to create bogus Twitter accounts that call yeah. you out for losing. <laughs> you, did, you just, did you just say exactly then? As if you just no, gave no, it away? Focus uh, answers. I didn't set up no quick to it. I did not set that up on my mother's life. There you go. It's one of you guys. I know it was swine. Nah. nah. All right. Well, let's move on then to this week's news. And thankfully, the news has got a little bit lighter this week. So we're going to discuss something that has taken over the internet quite a lot this week. Now, we all know about PlayStation controllers. And how they haven't got any uh, numbers or letters, but rather symbols. And the controversy begins with the four symbols that you see on the front of the controllers. The sacred symbols, as they're known. Some people say it's circle, triangle, square, X. And circle, triangle, square, cross. No one can really agree until PlayStation confirmed it and the world went completely mad. So, Paul... Where do you stand on this very important issue? Well, I've been, I mean, this has been uh, weighing on my mind, like, <laughs> since I've heard, do you know what I mean? It's like, I've been losing sleep over this bad boy. I just, I can't believe it, sure. um, if I'm honest with you. I mean, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know, I haven't answered for it. I really don't. I mean, it's always X for me. Um, it always will be. I love X. That sounds <laughs> weird. But yeah, it's, it's got to be X. If it's not X, then, then I don't want to know. X go and give it to you. I like this. You like X. It's cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Greg, where do you stand on this? Yeah, it's always X. I know. I understand like the 
the meaning behind it and stuff and i get why it's the shape thing but to me it's always been x to me when someone calls it cross it's like when your mum buys you a game for your nintendo even though it's your playstation you know it, to me it's just people who don't know gaming go oh yeah you know the, the cross button no it's a it's a fucking x it's press x to start it's not press cross to start it's press x to start <laughs> it's 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 always going to be x to me i mean all right yeah i don't call it O. you know i call it circle so i'm contradicting myself but it's an x this it's is the argument X. that a lot of people are having. It's, it's a like, bloody well, X on there. Sorry. Well, what about is is square a box? <laughs> what was the what was the thing they put up the other day? Was it pizza box, slice of pizza, whole pizza, no pizza, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, uh, yeah, you can call it a box if you want, but it's mm. um, it's it's an X. This is the. Oh, it's just we're never going to get an agreement on. This I'm match. I'm drawing a line, and then I'm drawing another line, and it's an X. <laughs> I'm making an X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, the deciding vote. Here we go. Uh, no, because I can't, Mike. Okay, so... I'm going to call it a cross because some reason to contri- contradict Paul and Greg. No, no, no. Like, I... So <laughs> even, <laughs> I, I called it X a lot, but having kids who don't know what an X is, like, they know what a square is, they know what a circle is, they know what a triangle is, you say X, and they're like, what? Do you, you not go, teach them the alphabet up north? What's an alphabet? Well, it's got that letter X in it. They don't need it. They only use about four letters. E O E I O A. No consonants. No consonants at all. <laughs> Lots of apostrophes. <sighs> you finished? <laughs> Do you know what? Yes. When when we come south, it's going to be big trouble. <laughs> and we windmilling around London, I tell you. Look at all the tall buildings right up in the centre of <laughs> in capital city. What do you mean, hot water? <laughs> <laughs> What's this light thing? Electricity? Tony and Kate going, they've got, they've got a thing that makes water come down indoors. Rain indoors. <laughs> Indoor rain. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I should feel offended, but I don't because I know half a stoke is like this. <laughs> anyway. Um, half a stoke don't know how to get on the internet, so they can't hear this anyway. That's true. Very true. Um, <laughs> so, like, the original design of the PlayStation controller was supposed to be the triangle for a, a, a viewpoint. Uh, the square was supposed to be a piece of paper which represented menus, which is why a load of Japanese games still use square to bring over the menu rather than start or select or options. Um, circle was supposed to be yes and X was supposed to be no. And it was supposed to be a cross because in Japan, circles mean yes and crosses mean no. So, like, I, you know, I'm 50-50. I don't really care which, which way you use it because you look at that controller and you say cross and you know what I mean. And you say X and everyone knows what I mean. So it doesn't really fucking matter what you call it. I call it X most of the time. But if I'm talking to my kids, sometimes I'll say X and they'll look at me like I'm, I'm talking gibberish. So I'll say the cross and they'll get it. So, I don't know, man. It's like, whatever. You know, I, I, I still call it select and start. I've, I still don't use options and share. So, and like, I see the, the big button in the middle for the touchpad. So, and <laughs> 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 I, I mean, it, I, if, if, if I'm saying it to text, so I'm just going to have to say X. I, I guess, like, anybody who calls it cross is weird. So, um, <laughs> Can we at least agree that options is a better name for what that button does than start these days? Yeah, yeah, because it always brings up the options. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of buttons, does anybody? What did the the select button do on the old uh, Nintendo uh, things? Because it never done anything, did it? 
it selected things, Paul. No, no, no. You press select, <laughs> nothing happened. Well, if you press, press super, if you press super, if you're playing Super Mario World, you had an extra item, or you had a, a leaf, and you were wearing a fire flower, it would drop the leaf down from your item box. That's one thing it's used for. Yeah. Everything else is just start and just yellow or green or whatever it was. Yeah. It yeah, changed. It changed. It changed your viewpoint in Starwing. Uh, did it? Yeah, in those first-person levels, it took me quite a while to realise that. But if you're doing the first-person levels and you press select, you can go back to third-person chip view in the asteroid levels. Do you know? I had no did idea. Did you never know that? I did not know that. Well, that's that's it. I have to go and dig it out again. It's much more I fun to play. Like, uh, it's much easier. Next to me. It's much easier to zip through the asteroids in third-person. Huh. There you go, kids. I've taught you something today. Thanks, pal. <laughs> okay, so just to be sure, Greg is X, Sean is cross. He's always cross. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you, mate. That's you. And Paul, what are you? X, mate. X. Right. Who are you? Well, I'm cross. Um, what? Oh, there. So it makes it makes a lot more sense with the naming of the symbols, right? It does make it. It makes a lot more sense. There's no cross. other letters. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm very disappointed. I expected more of you, Ross. To be fair. Well, I'm just. I'm just being uh, logical about it. So two of us are X, two of us cross. So we have no definitive answer for this on this one. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the studio. Well, good chat, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we had to cover let us, that. Let us know, it's... let us know, listeners, what you think. Yeah. Is it we'll X how, or cross? We'll see how divisive this is. Yeah. Oh, it'll be a poll on Twitter, and it'll be fifty-fifty, won't it? <laughs> That'll be that. Uh, right then, let's move on to a topic we've been wanting to go into for a while, but uh, you know, news and stuff get, always gets in the way. We've been talking a lot recently about cancelled video games and games that we've wanted to play, but for whatever reason, never ended upcoming out and so i was wondering with the team if there were any specific cancelled games that you wish were not cancelled and that you could play uh we'll start with greg any cancelled uh, yes yeah. there's there's three i mean there's, there's been more than three cancellations but there's three that really really annoyed me that uh did get cancelled first one silent hills obviously on the back of pt that would have been fantastic with the talent behind it we all know the saga behind that and as much as i will defend you know Kojima with Destiny Metal Gear. Um, I'm not going to say I hate Konami, but they made a poor choice in cancelling that because that could have been fantastic. And if anyone has played the PT demo or still has it available, just go and play it again just to remind yourselves how good that game could have been. It's a bit of sweet pill. The second one would be Prey 2, you know, the original concept for Prey 2. Uh, do you remember the trailer with the bounty hunter and all that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that looked genuinely amazing. I mean, the first Prey was good. Uh, I, I'm sure it's aged poorly now and it had its faults. But it was a very good game with the, not the anti-gravity type system, but, you know, when, you, when there were some areas when you go through like a door and then you end up in the miniature world that you were looking in on and the sort of wall-walking mechanics. And Prey 2 could have really expanded on that, and it didn't. And then we had Prey, which was good. But, yeah, I, I didn't want to go back to it because it was, it was all right. Lastly, of the three, Fez 2. And I'm more annoyed about that because that was a... That was one man's selfish idea to cancel that. It wasn't, it wasn't a developer thing. It wasn't a publisher's rights, losing money. It was Phil Fish being a knob on Twitter, getting called out for a few things, getting into a war of words with someone, and then went, well, fine, I'm not making 
there's two anymore then. Nah. And we all had to suffer because of that. Thanks, Phil Fish, you dick. Can, can, we, can, we, can we be honest, though? Like, Phil Fish, I mean, I'm guessing you watched Indie Games, the movie? A very long time ago. That guy put him through, himself through hell to make that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, and... I know, I know, and it was it was a credit to the team and him that it came out, and it is a fantastic game. It's definitely a a very big sort of labour of love because it went through a hell of a lot to come out, and it is it speaks for itself. It's a fantastic concept that I couldn't get my head around when I first played it. If anyone hasn't played Fez before, you play this cute little marshmallow called Gomez, who inhabits the titular Fez, and the game is played on a two D plane, but you can rotate the camera. Yeah, you can rotate the world in 3D, so it's like another 2D plane. So if you see a, like a ledge that's 10 feet away, you can rotate the camera and it will be two feet away, so you can jump to it. And it, it's a very brilliant puzzle game, and I haven't finished it fully because some of the puzzles in it are just mind blowing. And there's there's still lots of like hidden myths and stuff. I mean, go and have a look at it. It's, it's got the same sort of treasure hunt attitude that Binding of Isaac did, and it's a very good game. And yeah, you're right. I know he did do a lot so i will defend him on that one but yeah the the argument that led him to cancel fez 2 just was a bit like come on man sort your shit out don't make us all suffer you know fez 1 did like gangbusters and it was like ps plus game and it did really well and it was a great title and then they just went and he went no i'm done i'm going now no more games ever and yeah that yeah. that's that's what annoyed me a little bit about it to to be fair like if Having watched that movie and seen what state he got himself into and the crunch that he went through, if if it rained that day, I'd have probably cancelled Fez. Like, I like I think he was just looking for an excuse not to make games anymore. Because like possibly, yeah, possibly it's, it's, this could have been the the the, the, the catalyst to use, yeah. Because honestly, like you know, you see this in indie games, especially. It's like if these games come out and they are good, it is like. A perfect storm because you know like 99% of them come out and they don't you know it doesn't work whereas like this one did and honestly I think he just like from th- that movie alone I think he was just like done like yeah that, that I mean, was Mar- Mar- Marcus Marcus Beer was provoking him I mean oh, good, yeah. him and Jonathan Blow he was just doing it for clickbait he was being an absolute prick uh, I can see why Phil Fish like bit you know yeah. <laughs> fish biting <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry he took the bait <laughs> jesus oh christ um he took jesus the bait. yeah sorry yes i can see why I, I imagine if he was running ragged off the back of one and then was doing another game and uh, yeah it didn't help but it was just it was just annoying because it, it was he could have just taken a couple months off or had some downtime and come back to it but the temper tantrum and the complete cancellation of Fez 2 just annoyed me I was I was I was debating between that and Star Wars 1313 but I'm kind of hoping that Jedi Fallen Order will kind of make up for 1313 you know I I, I honestly expect in a couple of years of years time to fill fish because he's come back to Twitter now in some capacity and keeps deactivating his yeah he's, he keeps switching it back on and off again um but I, I fully expect him in a couple of years time to just turn up with Fez 2 I hope so. I hope it doesn't become like the vaporware of, you know, the, the Duty Nukem Forever before it came out and was shit. I really, I, I'd like to see Fez 2 again, but for me, that's yeah. still a bit of an annoying one. Oh man, uh, Phil Fish, uh, just just give the give the give the license to someone. Yeah, Phil Fish, stop being selfish. Man, stop being oh, selfish. Fish. Yeah, stop being selfish. 
<laughs> oh my god oh, we're having yeah, a blast tonight I love it uh, and I'm not even drunk or hungover so there you good go. genius and this will only mean something to Greg but I've been in the Obridge all day drinking unlimited drinks ah and like from one till seven and I am so wired right now it's all soft drinks but uh, okay. a lot of them um, I was, I was going to say, I wasn't going to mention it, but now you've, now you've sort of brought it up. Um, I know the running joke in the cast is that either I'm an alcoholic and I'm not, or I'm hungover, which I sometimes am. But I wasn't the one staying out really late on Friday night, was I, Ross? I went home at sensible time. Yeah, you did. I didn't have one of the shots of tequila that was on the table. I didn't either. Oh, that's all right then, because tequila is nasty. I stuck to beers, and we ended up drinking in the three most expensive places in Taunton. Christ, yeah, we did. When you said we were in the cosy club, and I was like... <laughs> Christ. Yeah, right. And then, oh, yeah, okay. Well, let's go to the next most expensive, expensive place. Then yeah. we'll end up in the most expensive nightclub. Right. Good. What a night. Anyway, this is completely irrelevant. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's my fault. Uh, Sean, Council Games. Have you got a list of about 20? No, I've got two. Okay. Um, so I was going to mention the cancelled Soul Reaver games, the cancelled um, sequels to Legacy of Kane, but there have been so many now. And there was another one that raised its head like a week ago. There was some footage put on Twitter, which looked amazing. It looked like Soul Reaver in 4K with Soulsborne con- combat. And it got cancelled. <sighs> so I don't know what the hell Square Enix are doing with that that property, but they need to sort their act out and give it to somebody. But the one I actually want to talk about is called This Is Vegas. I don't know if you guys... Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember this. So it was like the big thing. It was going to be Midway's huge return to the like the top of the game. It was going to be the competitor with with uh, Grand Theft Auto. It was solely set in Vegas. You could go inside casinos. You could go to adult shows. You could gamble. And it was all about pulling off bank heists and casino heists in Vegas. And it looked fantastic. Like all the previews said, it was like a proper, you know, competitor to Grand Theft Auto and could be the next best thing. It looked brilliant, but it kind of sunk Midway Games. So they spent way too much money making it and they ended up um, having to sell the um, basically most of the company to Warner Brothers. And uh, Warner Brothers continued to fund it until a week before it was supposed to be released and then cancelled it. And. I, I'll be honest, it was one of the first games that I had reached out and was going to review. And when it was cancelled, I was super, super angry. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd written everything I could for a website about this game, like, covered it to the nines, and then it just disappeared out of the face of the planet. And the developer was shut, and I'm still gutted about it to today because it looked fantastic. It looks like a perfect Grand Theft Auto game. You know, it looks like the Grand Theft Auto 5 expansion with a casino, but without microtransactions. And we all know how I feel about Ooh. that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's one that hurt me the most. Um, but there are plenty of others, like, you know, but I'm not going to make a list. You know what I mean? I'd I, I, I rein myself in. Are you impressed? Oh, I am. Oh, oh totally. Wow. Thanks, thanks. Well done, well done Sean. <laughs> uh, Paul, cancelled games. What do you reckon? What have you got? Well, there's one game that's been, I, mean, I don't know too much about it because it was kind of like cancelled really early on, but Gotham by Gaslight 
has always kind of captured my imagination because it just, you know, even though there's some footage on the internet, you can see Batman running around some kind of Victorian streets and, uh, you know, clearly early footage, but, you know, you could see the potential there of some kind of stealthy, I don't know, some kind of stealthy game, whatever. But, you know, and if you imagine how well the Arkham games, games have done with stealth and combat, and you can imagine that in a kind of victorious setting, you know, kind of like Dishonored meets... Arkham or something like that. It would just, it just, it, I just thought it's such a good concept, and um, I'm kind of gutted that didn't get made. Um, and I wish it would. Um, maybe that's what Rock said he's working on now. Who knows? But uh, oh, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, yeah, I completely just, like, agree. Gotham by Gaslight looked awesome and sounded. Yeah, like even really even from cool the early stuff. footage, it was just it was just pre-alpha, pre-anything footage, but oh, it looked so great. But yeah, so I'd really like to see that. And a couple of other games I'd like to have seen were, was uh, Time Crisis Adventure. I love the Time Crisis games in the arcade with the foot pedal and the shooting. But what uh, Namco done, um, they decided to make a more of an adventure game from the Time Crisis uh, IP. And I think that would have been quite interesting. Um, nothing was made uh, or anything, but as a, as a concept, I thought that could have been quite good. Agent, maybe another game that I'd like to have seen. Didn't Agent get? I thought Agent got turned into um, uh, LA Noir. Uh, I'm probably thinking of something else, but there you go. Yes, you are. Another one. It's nothing to do with uh, LA Noir. Agent, Agent was still in development up until about three, four years ago when they canned it. Yeah. Uh, the, the sequel to LA Noir was going to be that um, Horror of the Orient, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, which looked brilliant. It, it did. It good, didn't it? And then Team Bondi had like crazy. Lawsuit type things, didn't they? Yeah, because they took a loan from the Australian government to finish the game, and then Rocksteady came in. Sorry, Rockstar came in, and um, basically had to strip out most of the game because they turned it into something way too big. And then Team Bondi just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah, they got sorry, like, sorry, yeah. Paul. I kind of interjected on your point there. Sorry, no, I didn't have a point. It's just a game that I look of. Yeah, Team Bondi's awesome uh, Noir tech went with it. It would seem. Yeah. The facial recognition stuff that they had, which would have been really awesome in a variety of games, I'd imagine, because the LA Noir face tech quicker, still hasn't been beaten. Quick shout out to Chris Howard. Go and buy it. It's cheap. Oh, yeah. There you go, Chris. You got a shout out. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I mean, the biggest one is Scalebound. I mean, that was a game that I that looked awesome and nearly kind of sold me on an Xbox, like originally, sort of back in 2013. The idea of playing an RPG with a dragon just sounded like the most fun and it's a shame that it never happened unfortunately the xbox was platinum games wasn't it it was yeah they went on to make um obviously uh, bayonetta and near automata and transformers devastation and stuff but scalebound seemed you know with want of a better word it seemed too big for platinum games and it looked like they took on far too much and it never came out and i was devastated because it looked really really cool and i think that really hurt Xbox One in the early days when something that looked that interesting was just canned, unfortunately. It looked really cool. And it, yeah, it know, like, like I said, it would have it would have probably sold me on a uh, on an Xbox back in the early days. Um, Agent, again, is another one. I mean, that just looks great. It's one of those games that's just kind of like in law now, in like infamous history, like Duke Nukem Forever and, you know, Guns N' Roses, uh, Chinese Democracy. But the difference thing is those two things actually came out in the end. And Agent was something that seemed to disappear. I mean, hopefully Rockstar maybe Has it been officially cancelled now? Yeah, so 
they released some of the concept art for it um, a couple of years ago, and this was met with, like, I think it was somebody from Rockstar confirming that the team that was working on it, and it was a tiny team, had now been moved on to something else. So, yeah, it's done with. But they keep, re- they keep, yeah. um, they keep renewing the license, which I guess is, so, so they keep renewing the IP. I guess this is to stop somebody, like, swooping in and making an agent game and making a ton of money. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems done with. Ah well, yeah, that would have been fun. I mean, a lot of a lot of Batman superhero games seem to get cancelled. There seems to be yeah, a big Superman list. Superman game got uh, cancelled. There was a. I mean, this is like going back probably the early Xbox three sixty days, but I think there was a Superman game. I honestly think the success of Arkham really derailed a lot of superhero games that are in development because they're like, well, damn, it's not quite as good as that. So. Maybe the sort of a lot of development things kind of moved on to something else. I don't know that for sure. There was a Wii game called uh, is it Misery or Sadie or Sad- Sadness? Sadness, and it was a black and white horror game, which looked just fascinating. It was sort of like black and white before Limbo came around, and I'm not really one for my for my horror games, but something about that—the fact that the entire game was in black and white—made it sort of really appealing and really interesting. And it was a Wii exclusive, and it, it never happened, unfortunately. It was one of those games that was in like the very original kind of like, what's coming to Wii um, issues of the official Nintendo magazine? And it just, yeah, it kind of went the way of the dodo, which is very unfortunate. I never understand cancelled games, because half these games get cancelled after like, I don't know, they could, they, you know, a bit more work, and they could probably get launched or something. I don't know, it's if they cancel them. I'm sure it's better just to get it finished and then out the door, surely. I don't know. I'll have a look at... Uh, sadness uh the developer kept making promises without actually making the game <laughs> the developer constantly failed to meet deadlines and couldn't get a grasp on the game's direction so it sounds like they had a really cool idea but they just couldn't kind of like make it live up to that expectation and so they, was, they canned it was this game made by molyneux oh that's a good question um uh, it's a joke developer was, a... uh, <laughs> oh yeah no peter molyneux can't make a game <laughs> <laughs> He likes talking about them. Oh, certainly, yeah. That's how he how that's how he does Devon. Is you know he, he basically goes into an interview, talks some shit, and then the team are like, "Oh crap! Now we've got to develop what he just said." God damn it! Mm. It's interesting. There's there's a theory. I'm just on this website, and there's a theory that Sadness just never started development, and they just made a trailer. Ooh, that's interesting. That's what they accused Tequila Works of with um, Ryan wanted. Mm. That's that's what happened. So. When when Rhyme came out and then Sony split with them, there was that huge rumor around <laughs> that that Tequila Works had just built a trailer, and they hadn't actually developed the game. But within a year, the game was out. So, <laughs> sucks to be. Do you down. think there's a weird argument to be made that games that gestate that long development are never going to live up to expectation? Case in point being Duke Nukem Forever and mm, The Last Guardian, say. I think Ooh, don't you bring Last Guardian into it? I think the general cack, mate. <laughs> the general consensus is the Last Guardian is not as good as it. Oh no, I'm agreeing with you. I just thought I'd, uh, thought I'd throw some uh, throw some antagonism in there. No, it's 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 great. It's not that great. Yeah, I mean, is that? Do you think there's any truth? To that? Do you think there's any truth to if a game has been in development for that long? Maybe there's not much there to work with to begin with, and they're trying to get something out of it, and that's why it's taking so long to come out. Yeah, it makes sense. 
So that's a kind of what, a little bit why I'm worried about Shenmue 3, because I know it hasn't been developed for so long. It's been wished for for so long, and that's a lot of uh, sort of expectations. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's, have... more, it's more Sega sort of looking at the, re, uh, the sales of Shenmue 2 and thinking, well, it's probably not going to be worth it. Those games are so beloved, regardless of their quality, you know, it seems. And Shenmue 3 might not be great. I'm not expecting it to be amazing. But it's still the final part of that story, and I think people were just going to play it for that anyway. It's yeah. not going to be the final part. There'll be a Shenmue 4. You know it. In about I mean, 25 years. When they finish the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Exactly. It'll be same day. <laughs> same day it comes out. <laughs> uh, you know, like all, the, all the previews for um, Shenmue 3 are, are like, this feels like a Dreamcast game. And half the people reading this are like, that's terrible. Like Dreamcast game. <laughs> and, and other people are like, that is exactly what I want. I want this to feel like a Dreamcast game. I don't want this to feel like, you know, a modern day PS4 game. I want it to feel like something like a relic. So it's going to be interesting review time. I really would like for them to just improve the movement a little bit, bring that up to date. Everything else is fine with me. Did you, did you enjoy the changes? Turn left, then move forward and then turn right. Instead of it just being sort of like a constant flow of movement that, as long as that's fixed, then it's going to be fine. They fixed that on the remasters, though, didn't they? They moved, they moved the movement from the from the D pad to the analog stick. That was it. What? Yeah, it's yeah. a port. It's not a. It's not a remaster. It's just a port. No, but that like the movement was like I played most of the first one when it first came out, and I didn't notice that it was like clunky. The movement was certainly better in the ports, for sure. Ah, okay. But it was never good. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, it, it was bad, definitely better than, like, tank controls of the day that it came out like. But, yeah, okay. I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm to replay them in preparation for three, I think. It's so, it's so strange, because I, I remember playing uh, both Shenmue's on the Dreamcast. And, you know, you think, oh, this is great. I love this game. It's the best thing in the whole entire world. And then you do play the remakes or the ports, whatever. And it is like a really horrible control system, even though it has been improved. I mean, but on the Dreamcast, you had the, the analog stick was a camera, wasn't it? I think, and the D pad was like the ninety degree turn movement. Yeah, weird, weird shit. Yeah, it is better on the remasters, but but it's still bad. I can't believe it because you know you think, hey man, I don't remember it being this bad, but yeah, I guess it was. Things have improved. They have slightly. <laughs> Thank God. I just I just hope that um, I hope that Suzuki has actually sort of seen the error of that way and actually brought it up to date a little bit. It's crazy um, when you think like how uh, Super Mario 64 on, on, on the N64 had one analog stick, but the movement of that was absolutely sublime. Yeah. And then, you know, one yeah. analog stick on the Dreamcast controller and it was just so bad. Strange. Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing about uh, Shenmue wasn't really the movement. It was about the environments. And so the camera, for whatever reason, took precedent over the movement. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, it's just it's really it's just a really bizarre choice. But you know, people okay. love that game, and I love I love Shenmue. I cannot wait for nineteenth November. I cannot wait to play that game again. Yeah, it's coming soon. Isn't it? I am absolutely not going to cry my eyes out as soon as I start playing it. <laughs> absolutely not going to happen. Okay. Honestly, small 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 wager. Are we expecting it to get delayed again? Uh, no, not now. Okay, we said this the last time. Remember? I know. <laughs> I know, but now there's you know there's there's pre-orders up and there's collector's editions and they seem on track to 
Yeah, so does Star Citizen. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. I mean, that game's I, never coming out. Yes. I just move <laughs> out. Even if, yeah. even if it's not 9th of November, if it's 25th of November or the 31st, it's fine. Just, I want it out before Christmas. Fair enough. Oh, dear. Okay, well, let's move on then to uh, this week's Nintendo Direct, which was a pretty jam-packed video full of lots of Nintendo Switch goodness. Uh, the big headlines, obviously, Super Nintendo games are now available on Nintendo Online. Whee! So if you do want to check those out and you haven't got a SNES Mini, then it's probably worth checking out. Uh, I mean, Nintendo Online is getting better. It's not great by any means, but it's getting better, obviously, with the inclusion of Super Nintendo. £20 a year, £17 a year, if you look in the right places. And if you have Twitch Prime, not only can you subscribe to Finger Guns for zero money, you can also get 12 months of Nintendo Switch Online for free if you hook it up, which is a pretty awesome deal. I signed up to it, and I haven't got to pay a penny for all of these shiny new Nintendo Super Nintendo games, so I'm very excited about that. I've been playing them this weekend. I've been absolutely blasting Super Mario Kart and Super Mario World 2 because I've never played that before. So it's good. I mean, my my Switch right now has got Super Mario Maker, New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, and now Super Mario World 2. So there's just lots of 2D Mario being played on my Switch right now, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I played Stunt Race FX for the first time ever. And, uh, oh, God, that game is horrible. Why has it got such <laughs> such love? It's terrible. Because it was a big yeah. show for the Mode 7, wasn't it? Yeah, I know, but I mean, I mean no, it's not. It's better. It was, was that the Super FX chip? Oh, sorry, Super FX chip on yeah. Mode 7. Yeah, sorry, Super FX chip. Yep. And I remember I remember I actually stuck with that game, and I did unlock the, the motorbike that you get, and it was just, oh, it was like a shopping trolley with two wheels. It's mental. A game that I've also never played that I'm now playing again is A Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Woo! And so, yeah, well, it's really nice to have it. Days. Oh, my God. It's so great. So I'm really enjoying that. I mean, there's F-Zero, there's Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Mario Kart, Pilot Wings. I mean, all of this stuff is now available on the Switch to play whenever you want it. And that's really, really awesome. And I'll just keep adding to that as well. There's a lot of stuff still missing. Obviously, Earthbound and a lot of things that people love. I really want Super Mario Paint. Are they going to make that happen? Who knows? But I, <laughs> I love that game growing up. Can you explain this to me? So... Can you buy these separately? No. You have to subscribe. <sighs> okay. I mean, you it's not bad for what you for what you pay for yearly, to be honest, is it? It's not, but it's one of those things that I'll forget about and and it'll auto renew in like twelve months' time. And it <laughs> well, I'll, I will remind you in twelve months' time. <laughs> you won't though. You won't. No, like I, I've just ended up paying for a second month of EA access, despite the fact that I've thought I'd hundred percent cancelled it. And I got a message, an email today to say that five pounds have been withdrawn from my bank. And I'm like, I cancelled this. Like I'd forgotten about it. I've not used it. And then now I've. So yeah, I, I, I'm trying to stay away from subscriptions because I forget that they exist. And yeah, damn it. I'd really like to just pay for them. Nintendo, can I just pay for them, please? <laughs> please. Get yourself a SNES Mini. They're all there. Oh, God, that's even worse. Like <laughs> 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 Another HDMI inputs. No, thank you. Uh, what else was there? There was uh, Terry from Fatal Fury is coming to Super Smash Brothers, which had a very cool trailer of the, uh, the Switch invitation going through all of the Fatal Fury characters, only to end up at Terry at the end. Uh, it was very smartly done. And if you're in 
to Neo Geo classic games mis- mixing with, you know, Snake and Cloud and Sonic and Mario, then hooray! Good for you. That'll be part of the challenge pack, which will come out, I think, in November. And they also announced that more DLC characters are coming to Smash. So this will never, ever end. Can we talk about like how, how odd that reaction was that I've been seeing around the internet, that they've announced more characters are going to be developed outside of the current season pass, and people cheered. Yeah, yeah, we get to pay for them instead of getting them all at once. Yeah. What is up with people? Like <laughs> Nintendo fans, dude. They just it doesn't matter, does it? I do you know, yeah, fair enough. I I've got a I've got a particular bone to pick with Nintendo over this like free to start that they are desperately trying to get to started. This game is free to start. No, it's a it's a premium game. It's a microtransaction laden mess. <laughs> do, do, do not start with yeah. this free to start shit <laughs> that was that uh that was that kirby game which is out for free on the switch up until a certain point deadly premonition 2 is coming to switch in 2020 and you can get the original game on the switch now as well that also came out day and date of the direct so deadly premonition origins is a thing that's coming out um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue are coming in the Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection, which will be available on December the 6th. And Assassin's Creed Black Flag on Switch. Uh, I'm not sure about that. It didn't look great. <laughs> no. But to Assassin's be fair... Assassin's Creed 3 didn't look great either, though, to be fair. It, it seems like people with Switches don't really care how... that Like, people that are willing to accept the kind of hit on the graphics, because... You know, everyone's mad about the Switcher, so it's, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. People are going to buy it anyway. Yeah, I mean, just the problem is, Black, we've seen Black Flag at its best on PS4, and it's, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a hit. Yeah, but I think people who want to play their Switch on the toilet when they're having a poo, you know, they don't care how bad it looks. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that oh. graphic visual there. <laughs> yeah, cheers, bro. Um, that's probably about what Black Flag is going to look like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Overwatch is coming to Switch. Hooray! That's going to be fun. That's coming out on October 15th with gyro controls. Hooray! Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is coming to Switch, which makes sense. That seems like a Switch game, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, perfect for the Switch. Fantastic. Um, game Freak's Town is down called Little Town Hero, and it's a pretty straightforward JRPG, um, which which came from obviously Game Freak, so the developers of Pokemon, and it has music composed by Toby Fox, who did the music for Undertale, which is pretty cool. Um, a game I really wish they would announce, and they did. Doom sixty four is coming to Nintendo Switch on November twenty second. Um, is that coming anywhere else, or is it just Switch? Yeah, it is. It's it's one of these ones where they've they've announced it for the Switch and they're not going to say anything about the other versions until it comes out. Right, okay, fair enough. Um, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast is coming to Switch on September 24th. Um, I've got to be honest, I know nothing about this game. Was it a... Sorry, go on. It's not just that one either. The first one's coming out on Switch too. Okay, cool. Um, Not Jedi Outcast. The Jedi Academy, I think it's called. Um... But yeah, they're okay. They're pretty good games, actually. Like reasonably good 3D adventures with RPG elements. They're not bad from what I remember. So, and they are also coming to PS4 and Xbox One and PC and everywhere else and printers and 
<laughs> just not Vita. Never Vita. Just not Vita. Never Vita. Uh, we got an update on Pokemon Sword and Shield and Animal Crossing New Horizons. There's not much really to say. It's just a uh, little gameplay overview. Animal Crossing New Horizons still looks amazing. Can't wait to play that. Um, Trials of Mana is coming on April 24th, 2020, which is a game that uh, we thought was going to be part of the Mana collection that they released and is available now, but it wasn't. So it's coming out on its own next year. Something I'm very excited about, Return of the Oberdin is coming out on doesn't say it's coming out uh, this year anyway to switch and also to ps4 and xbox one this is a game that i've wanted to play for a while it's been pc only for a while so yeah i'm very excited about that coming to switch although i'll probably play it on ps4 <laughs> to be fair um hyrule studios announced a new ip which i think is the first time in this nintendo direct that we actually get a brand new game it's called rogue company and it's a new team-based shooter coming to switch in 2020 is that switch exclusive nope nope <laughs> okay um tetris 99's got a new mode called invictus for the absolute best of the best players if you haven't won a game on tetris 99 you don't get to play this mode sorry about that there's also an update which came out on the day of the direct including a two player versus cpu mode and that'll be paid dlc obviously um a package version of the game which includes 12 months of nintendo online is coming out on september 6th so that should already be out if you do want to get hold of Tetris 99 and some online gaming this and uh Damon X Machina got itself a demo and that's coming out on September 13th so that's coming out this week if you really want to play some Damon X Machina and that was about it I don't think I've missed anything massively important um Xenoblade Chronicles is getting a remaster and that's coming to Switch as well next year very very exciting so on the whole not a bad Nintendo Direct there probably wasn't a massive Megaton I guess the Megaton was the SNES games but people were expecting, as they often do with Nintendo uh, Direct, they were expecting a Super Mario Odyssey 2 announcement, a Breath of the Wild gameplay trailer. And, <laughs> you know, just, just, just hold fire on these guys. <laughs> There's going to be another Direct just right around the corner. So we shall see. Uh, Sean, were you impressed with the Direct overall? Do you think it's looking pretty good? Yeah, I, like I said, I said last week that, you know, Nintendo were doing a lot of really good stuff in this publicizing game arena compared to the competitors. And I tend to watch these directs not necessarily looking for stuff from the Switch, but looking for new stuff in general. So like Oberdin, that being announced for the Switch, I was like, oh, cool, I got to play that because I don't think my laptop would play it. And then the next date was like, oh, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. And it's it's kind of like the place where a lot of games now get the, the spotlight put on them. So overall, it's a really great idea. And it was a solid showing. I... I'm still kind of weirded out by how much people accept Nintendo's, you know, weirdness. Like when people go mental about when people go, the game's free to start, yay! And you're like, it's a, <laughs> just a mobile game. You can end up paying five pounds after two hours. And you know, it's 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 fine. It's a Nintendo game. Nintendo fans are crazy like that. But yeah, it, it was a it was a good good director and all. And um, yeah, it was a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, satisfied about it. Uh, Oberdin is a big one for me. I'm really looking forward to playing that. So uh, all is well in Nintendo Switch land. And the Switch Lite obviously is out this month with or the light switch. Yay! Make it Yay. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, that's coming out September 20th alongside The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. How very exciting. Right then, uh, that's it for the news. Let's move on to the quiz answers. Man, we are flying through this cast this evening. 
We're doing well, Jeffs. We're doing well. Part okay. one of the quiz. This is going to be painful. <laughs> we'll no, see. We'll see. Go well. we'll see. We'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm confident you guys are going to get some. So question one was this. Okay. So, Paul, what have you put for that? <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it, could it possibly be Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, no. Greg, what have you put for this? Uh, Story of Thor. No. Roscoe, what have you put for this? Double Dragon? No, that was Golden Axe. I originally... Oh, I'm not going to... Right. Here we go. Here we go. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a hit on this one. You know, um, you know. obviously, I, I write them on my phone. I text them to myself, so I can't change the answers. Yeah. I did actually start writing Golden Axe and then went, no, I don't recall that. I think you said there's only like one of them or something like that. And then, yeah, I changed it to Story of Thor. So I'm doing a pull, but I'm I'm only up to this one. Well, yeah, that was the the sound from the that was the song for the first level of Golden Axe. Yeah. Now you say it, I'll recognise it. <laughs> of course you do. Now you said the answer. I know that game. Oh, I know the answer. Now you told me. Fucking hell. You've got to take a lesson from Tim last week. It was like, I got it wrong. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Simple. Where's the fucking hit on Okay. Question two. I'm going to play the whole thing. Roscoe, what have you got for that? Is it Carnival Games? It isn't Carnival Games. Ah. Greg, what have you got for that? Is it Doritos Crash Course? <laughs> no, it's not Doritos Crash Course. Um, Paul, what have you got? <laughs> is it Cuphead? It is Cuphead. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Oh, well done, Paul. Yes. Well done. Okay. Um, question three is this one. Okay, um, Ross, what have you got for this, buddy? Tetris. That is the right answer. It's only got one S in it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something really obscure, but then I I remembered. Yes, don't do that. (laughs) Dumbass rules. The the only time I would have got a full house as well. Uh, Um, Yes, according to Twitter accounts, you did. So, Mm. anyway... um, (laughs) Question four. Okay, uh, Greg, what was that series? Super Mario World. Oh, ah, yeah. I'll, I'll take Super Mario World. Yeah, it's um... damn right. You will. The athletic theme from Super Mario World. Cool. Um, question five. Can't wait for Paul to give the help. Hang on, Paul. What is the answer to that? Oh, can you come back to me? Oh, no. Just, oh, no. no, come back to me. No, Paul. Cha- what is the answer? He's changing his answer, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Paul, what is the answer? I don't know. I put it down Toad Jam and Earl, but I know it's on there. Um, do you guys want to say this in unison after three? One, two, three. Rayman, Rayman Legends. 
Well done. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That's the only game I've ever fucking, I don't know, completed or whatever. It's the level where all the enemies go in tune to... Yeah, I know. It's one of my favourite levels. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why I said come back to me because it suddenly just triggered in my head and I was like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Slave. Uh, okay, uh, question six. Uh, Greg, what have you got for that? Cadillacs and dinosaurs. <laughs> no, it's not Cadillacs. Nah, I have no idea. Uh, Roscoe, what have you got? Uh, is it Cool Spot? It isn't Cool Spot. Uh, Greg, uh, Paul, what have you got? Well, I've got one of the three answers. Uh... <laughs> you can only give one, though. I know. I'm going to take a punt on this, aren't I? Um, can I get a point if I give you the publisher, at least, or the developer? No. Mm. No. Is it... Oh, fuck. Is it Speedball 2? It is Speedball 2. Yes! What? <laughs> Fucking hell. The other one's either gods or magic pockets. So... Yeah, Speedball 2 is correct. Well done, Paul. I'd have taken speedball as well because I said series. Very specific. Very specific. That, that does not make up for your Tour Rock 2 fuck up, but that was actually quite commendable. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, since though we said we weren't going to get any, you've got almost all of them. No, he does. Right. Uh, oh, I'm terrible. As I got, I only got 24 out of 25. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, question seven. Oh. Okay. Greg, what have you put for that? Is it Ninja Gaiden? It isn't Ninja Gaiden. Nah, no idea. Uh, Roscoe? This is a huge punt, because I don't know. But you said it came out on both generations, so I'm just going to go... Is it Sleeping Dogs? It's not. Ah! Oh. Ah, oh, that's a good answer. Oh. Paul? Oh, man, if you're not a pork bun, you're uh, not... I put down mini ninjas, but... Ah, uh... uh, no, no. Um, that was... Super Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4 yeah. I should note it's the bit with Ibuki on the roof as well. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, but I thought, no, I, 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 I suppose for the amount of hours I put in Street Fighter 4, I never sat there and watched the credits for the opening title screen for uh, like 300. For the 310 hours I put in Street Fighter 4, I watched the title sequence about once. To be fair, that is also E Honda's theme. Yeah, yeah I've got no answer for that. <laughs> it, was okay. like, it was like the block going at the start that threw me. Don't mean. Okay, uh, question eight. I can okay, um, Paul, what have you got for that? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Okay. I'll, well, I'll put down Carnal, but I know it's wrong. <laughs> put down what? Carnal. Oh, that's an obscure reference. Wow. That is a deep cut, but incorrect. Damn. <laughs> um, Roscoe? I got nothing for this. Greg? I got nothing. That was Kirby's Dreamland. Oh, well. Oh, grumble, grumble. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question nine.
I played the whole thing. Um, Rusky, what have you got for that? Oh, God. Is it a siphon filter? It isn't. Uh, Paul, what have you got for that? Uh, I'll put down Metal Gear Solid. But, uh... but you were correct. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Did you say I was correct? I did say you were correct. Holy motherfuckers. That was a good punt. Well done. Greg? I thought it was. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, we sang all that kind of. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, 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 there is. Yeah. There is. If you listen, if you actually listen closely to it, there is a bit in there. It goes. Dun, 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 and carries on the rest of the. Uh, uh, well done. I thought it, that was a shameless Gear, rip-off I, I, of Metal Gear. I, I drew a blank as to which game, which actual game it was in, but it's yeah, definitely Metal Gear because it's got that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the last question. That'll do. <sighs> Roscoe. Well, I hope someone's listening to this on headphones. Jeez. What did you think? Roscoe, tell me what that is. Sonic Adventure. It is. Yeah. Oh, I got it right. Yes. Oh. I'll take I'll take Sonic um because it was in Sonic Adventure and Sonic 06 and um it was a remix oh, of the the there was a tap remix, I think. <laughs> tap, tap root remix that. Yeah. Wow, Sonic Adventure has not aged well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's tot up those scores. Disaster. Disaster. Um go on then, Roscoe. Tell me how many you've got. I got four. <gasps> um, um, I beat Ross. Greg, <laughs> how many have you got? I got one more than Ross. You got five? Uh, yes. Paul's I think Paul's run away with this one. Paul, how many have you got, buddy? I've only got five. Oh, oh shit! Here we oh. go. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> what a fucking tiebreaker! Yeah. My brain's melted. Okay. <laughs> to to the closest million, how many N64s were sold in total? Let's Paul start with. Google. Let's start with Greg. Um. 30 mil? Okay. Three out. Three, three okay. Paul, how many millions of N64 ga- N- N64s were sold worldwide? Uh, of all time? He's going to say 31 now, isn't he? Just be contrary. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Would you thir- thir- 30 million. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, 35. Ooh. Fucking hell. I know the answer to this as well. So, the total is 33 million. Yes! Oh, no. 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 Yes! I'm taking it. I Holy can't shit. believe this. Um, so yeah, the <laughs> you were so close because like the the total it sold was thirty two point nine three million. So the closest million would have been thirty three, and Paul wins by a nose, shit, a literal nose. His own original answer. So he took what I had and put five on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Uh, <laughs> so the next tie break, Paul goes first. Is what you seem. <laughs> Oh, it helped, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Paul is now on five wins. 
five with Can You Adam and Eve It? Ah, the, the Roscoe streak is done. What has happened? <laughs> I know, I'm falling, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty sure sure, I'm pretty sure you're starting to make these quizzes biased against my knowledge. I literally put a Sonic question in there because I didn't think you'd know any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you are the only person that's going to know that. <laughs> you didn't think I'd know Tetris. Yeah, but that was like a gimme. That was actually supposed to be question one to ease you in gently, and then I've messed up the number in enter. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was bad. Well, thank you very much for playing the quiz. If you did play along at home, please do let us know whatever channel you're on through comments or whatever. And uh, thanks for playing. That was fun. Oh, wasn't was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's fun now, was it, Paul? Only once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got no toys left to throw out the pram, you see, so I'm kind of done. I see. Thank you very much indeed, Sean. It's a pleasure as always. As ever. Uh, we're going to finish off then with Out This Week. And the biggest one out this week, of course, is Borderlands 3, which is coming out on the 13th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Very exciting for those who are into Borderlands 3. If you really want to give Randy Pitchford your money, go for it. Um, on on the same day, Demon X Machina is coming out on Nintendo Switch. Pez 2020 lands on the 10th of September, which is obviously Tuesday. NHL 20 is out on the 13th, if you're into that sort of thing. I think Chris is a big fan. So Chris, hey, NHL 20 is coming out soon. Enjoy. Uh, Greedfall is coming out on the 10th on PS4 and Xbox One. Physical copies at least, PC as well. Of course. And on the 10th, the Walking Dead Definitive Series is coming out on PS4. Xbox One and Steam, and there's a physical version of No Man's Sky Beyond coming out on the 11th. So that's all very exciting stuff. Gaming season has well and truly begun. Uh, Sean, what are you picking up this week? All of the above. (laughs) 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 I I definitely want Greedfall because that looks uh, like spiders. They did that bone by blood, which was schlocky as hell and very janky, but um, I enjoyed a lot. So I'm really quite looking forward to that. Um, and then I'll probably pick up a load of crap off the store as per usual. Nice. Just, just standard. Fair enough. Um, Star Wars Pinball is also coming out on the 13th of uh, September. And you'll get to hear a lot more about that very, very soon for lots of cool reasons. I'm very much looking forward to playing that on Wednesday. Are you, Greg? Yes. Are we allowed to tell people what we're doing? I No, probably not. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure by everything we've just said, they can probably work it out. But it's cool. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, <laughs> after the fact. Uh, if, any, if any of you, if any of you do follow either Ross or myself on the social medias, you'll probably see a picture on the day of what's going on, and we'll be grinning like twats. Yeah, it's gonna be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for another early drive with Greg. Well, you're all right. I have to do the driving. That's true. Hooray for not having a license. It works out every time. <laughs> every time you say hooray, the petrol money goes up. Okay. Big fan. <laughs> hooray, 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 hooray. <laughs> Do I sound like Roscoe enough to make this work? Yeah. Right then. Well, that does bring an end to this week's Finger Guns podcast. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. If you do want to follow any of us, all of our handles from Twitter are in the description below and you can follow finger guns themselves on at fngrgns and it's got a shiny new logo now thank you to mr paul collett you're welcome oh it looks beautiful 
Very, 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 very nice. Yeah, we'll see you next week for episode 26. So until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Greg Hicks. Goodbye. Goodbye from Mr. Paul Collett. Toodles. Goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Toodles, I guess. <laughs> oh, sorry, I need, your, I need your handle. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll share. Thanks, man. Oh, that's nice. And it's goodbye from me. I've been your host, Roscoe Keniston, and I will see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>